Hello and welcome to the Points Performance Podcast with me, Tom Blay. This week, I'm very lucky to be joined by Tim Cocker. Tim, could you introduce yourself, please, mate? How you doing, Tom? Uh, yeah, I am. Well, first and foremost, I'm one of the many people that Tom flogs on a daily basis, and I'm all the better for it. Um, but uh, I'm, well, husband, father, I'm a broadcaster, that's my trade. And on the radio, that's with Virgin Radio, I do the afternoon show. On the TV, that's with BT Sport. I work on their rug- rugby coverage uh, podcast, YouTube, and loads of other plates I spin in that area. And uh, and most importantly, and I've got the certificate to prove it if you needed it for verification, um, the thing I'm most proud of, Guinness World Record holder for downing a pint. No way. Yeah. Well, it's technically it's a pint of water because they won't let you do it with beer. Um, but the fastest person on earth, at, well, the fastest person that's been recorded, I'm sure there are faster, at half a litre of water. Right. That's mental. I didn't know that. (laughs) Kicking off with a bit of toxic masculinity, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to get into that. Yeah. Right. How long did that take then? Well, so the caveat with this is it it has to be on a flat table surface when you start. Uh, Then it's the time you drink it. And then the time time starts when you pick it up. The time finishes when it goes back down empty on the table. And that time was 1.75 seconds. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. (laughs) wow yeah that's, that's that's my career highlight tom yeah wow yeah well it's very impressive um <laughs> even more impressive than your role last week um cool <laughs> so we've been back and going back and forth a little bit and we are gonna um discuss men yeah the modern man yeah we are modern men we are, I, I think so tom yep but we are really yeah. we're here in this in this time yeah in this simulation interesting times at the minute isn't it and i think the first thing i'd say before getting into any chat about this is uh, one of the things i think gets really overlooked is that any discussion of men or women or masculinity or feminine or any of these things feminism whatever none of it exists in a vacuum um because men what anything that happens to men as a group or an or as an individual or to women or whatever affects men and women because Mm. you know you're a father I'm, I'm a father to a daughter, I'm a husband to a wife, um, son to a mother, and it, it affects all of us. So it's in all of our interests to have the most positive environment and society that we can. And, and I do think there are some big issues at the minute. Yeah, I, we are, we're half of the partnership, the, you know, the classical norm, the, the partnership as in man and woman. Um, and... Yeah, our role is changing, or it's being yeah. it's being viewed to be changing maybe at the minute. Yeah, this and and again, I think the it happened with like the Enlightenment, and then we got democracy, and there was rights and civil rights and stuff, and that's all absolutely wonderful. And all I all I could ever want for for my kids and for anyone is that they have the freedom to choose what they want to do, whatever that is. Yeah, um, and, I feel that, the same. Yeah, that, that's that's all I could ever ask for. I think what's happened. I don't, I don't know whether you noticed this. I never hear the the word masculinity without toxic in front of it, or without a negative connotation of it. It's it's sort of those tra- traditional things which which men, on average, again, every individual is different and on a spectrum, but on average, some of the things which which men should be viewed as positive things sort of there's a there's an assumption that it's negative now and that's yeah. the one thing i really worry about again looking at my son growing up and looking at other young young boys and men is is what effect that's going to have yeah that the these physical or you know these characteristics that men generally carry and um, that we associate with strong men are being like they're being targeted being highlighted negatively in the in the public space in the you know online on social media um, you know things like mansplaining and and man spreading spreading yeah yeah which is just sitting with your legs apart on a on a on a tube like that's been labeled as a thing yeah to spread one's legs yeah and uh, the first thing is wherever sexism racism homophobia anything exists you've got a it's it's on all of us to r- root that out get yeah. rid of it speak up all the rest of it that it's on all of us but there's there's a mindset at the minute that worries me that all boys and all men are to some degree 
toxic or bad or dangerous. Yeah. And I, I, I think you, I think a big, big old can of worms is being opened if you go down that route because it's, um, yeah, it's the, the assumption at the minute seems to be that women, uh, sorry, women have been oppressed since the beginning of time by men, um, and therefore there's something wrong with men. But you sort of said that you know everyone's free to do their own thing and choose the, the, their own. But the only reason we're sat here today having this chat, Tom, as I view it, is because of the the beautiful little. Inter interplay between men and women over and well males and females through the animal kingdom through millions of years and it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing yeah yeah now if we took away certain characteristics from a female that might not happen as well like if we took away you know the sexuality their care the kindness you know these really positive things it would be equally as affected, I think, like society would be equally as affected, but mm. the minute it's males and it's aggression, being confident, things like approaching women is also being attacked. How you approach women, of course, like one thing we do need to touch on is that there are women who are sexually assaulted by men. Of course. And yeah. that is awful and horrible. Um but at the same time, I feel like this, this has had a big effect on how men are. And we're just highlighting these things because they've all had an impact on male testosterone levels, sperm counts, and how they act in society in the modern day. Is um, that, that, that's, those levels are dropping, are they? Yes. Wow. So <laughs> our grandfathers statistically had a much higher level of testosterone and, and sperm count than we do at our ages much higher is that just from sitting with laptops on our on our laps all day laptops <laughs> laptops not lifting phones. not lifting tin in the gym as much being or, sat down or at least a lot. physical labor yeah yeah being sat down a lot not physical no not doing any physical labor our diets like um there's there's been it's been proven that plastics in foods have greatly reduced sperm counts drinking drinking plastic bottled water is another one so the plastics that come out when the uh, the water gets warmer and colder and it expands in the water that's got an as an impact on sperm counts and testosterone but i think that these are very tiny things um the main the main things is the role of man like the physical job you know we don't do as many physical jobs anymore you could argue there are more jobs where you sat down um the upbringing that you know people's environments when they when they're brought up not being pushed into a physical sport any exercise i think that's i think that's huge really like not having compulsory sort of pe or whatever anymore um and then you know this the societal sort of changes that we're seeing are having a big effect on the on the sport one for example because it's this sort of you're in your wheelhouse a little bit and competitiveness i i I, again i work in i work in kind of rugby i've always played sport and um I, I i i think about how it evolved over time and i sort of assume that sport came to be because it satisfied that urge all people but pre predominantly men let's say traditionally um it, it satisfied that urge to be a bit competitive and you see it in the animal kingdom with you know lion cubs will have little play scraps and stuff like that so I, I rather it's sort of cart before the horse i think sport didn't happen and that made us competitive it's sport happened because that competitive thing is wired in it's, it's baked into our system over millions of years and that's why sport has become a thing and um you know the the, the participation levels i know crossfit i think is brilliant because it it harnesses both it's you're only battling against yourself and you just try and be a better you today than you were yesterday but then you're in an environment where you can compete and you can test yourself and that might squeeze an extra little bit out of you than, than you knew you had yeah yeah crossfit definitely does feel a little bit like sport you can push as hard as you want go as hard as you want to go um and like i think with um sports like rugby and it was the same with mma like you're not you're not angry after that 
you've 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 given it all out you know 100%. after you've slammed into each other and competed against someone for 80 minutes like there's no there's no malice or anger left is there at that point it's no. you know the most the best sportsmanship you'll see is you know usually when watching a rugby game like oh, i've seen it through my life the power again rugby's just been my sport but i know it's the case for all sorts of things jiu-jitsu and mma like you say and all, all kinds of other physical sports like that, physical like, sports that the, the the power it can have on the rest of the life of a, a, a young boy teammates that i've had over the years uh, and men it's um it's absolutely massive and so when when that gets for you when that if that competitiveness or that uh, aggression you try and tame that it's it's going to come out somewhere yeah and it's going to come out in some way and we've got these we've got outlets that that are fantastic places to channel it and also you can learn discipline and commitment and teamwork and all the rest of it and you deny those opportunities or you tell people that they're wrong or they're toxic and they're, they're going to come out somewhere. Yeah. That you can see in the, in the, in the workplace as well, like um, masculine traits can be positive. So if someone would uh, take more risks, um, push for promotion, you know, go try and go the extra mile at work, try and be better at work like that competitiveness can come really positive in that sort of environment when it, you know, increases someone standing in a job or, you know, I think, I think that that's, that's a really, really positive side of masculinity um, that can be expressed. Yeah. And, and do you know what? That's, uh, that's an interesting one because when I know certainly the second I became a father, you sort of felt that and it's this innate and it's, um, it's wired in. You have no control over it. It's just instinct. But you have that instant, like, revelation in your head. I would do absolutely anything and put put myself in harm's way, or I'd do absolutely anything. Yeah. For for this little scrap of this little scrap of cells that that suddenly appears out of nowhere, and um, and, and as a result, yeah, there's a lot of men who, when they become a father, will work their nuts off, make massive sacrifices, spend time away from their family to try and work hard, to try and create an environment where they give their family brilliant opportunities. And quite often the way that that then gets described it is not in terms of the sacrifice and the effort and the, and the, the commitment, but it just gets described as men earn, uh, that man earns more than a woman. Yeah. When and, that man is, but the, um, this is just obviously it's it's barely even anecdotal it's just an example yeah um, but that man has sacrificed a lot more yeah well sacrificed in different ways and and yeah just just to there's so the way of looking at it and i sort of studied um psychology a little bit and um basically there was one little phrase it was unless you have all of the variables you can't work out an equation you can't measure you can't measure anything unless you have all the variables so if you just look at uh a bloke sat at a desk and he's earning that much and you say that's bad that you earn that much and someone else doesn't well okay well what are the other variables how, how, how many how many how many evenings has he not put his kid to bed because he's been grafting trying to get that promotion that got him that so it's just you have to look at this um completely in the round and, and i just think those urges that that we have tom you and i have as as fathers i'm sure just to sac make sacrifices and make commitments my 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 dad had three jobs my mom tells me about my my parents split up when i was young but she even in the in the time they were together she she my my mom and not with my dad talks really fondly about my dad said your dad used to get up at 4am to go and collect newspapers and give them and then dish them out before he started his job on the dockyards and then he did another job in the evening. So that urge is, is wired in and, and it should, it, it should be celebrated. I think it's amazing that we all have a choice to do what we want now. And there's never been a freer time for men, women to do things, whatever that is. Yeah. You, sh you shouldn't start demonizing the things which I think should be admired. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, lifestyle. So I wanted to, I wanted to touch on this one a little bit because this, as a coach, this is something I see a lot, and it's something that like me and my coaching staff talk about as well is that the women are much stronger on average than men in the gym. 
Now, I don't mean that, I mean, my wife outlifts a lot of men, um, but she's, you know, she's unbelievable. But on average, the average women, the average blokes who come in, there's not that much difference. But, you know, biologically, like frame-wise, these men should be a lot stronger than they are. But physically, they're just far less imposing. Um, and obviously, we see now that women are pushing at work as well. They're, you know, they're mm. getting the, the higher level jobs, which is great. Great. Um, they're working longer hours and they're pursuing what they want to do, their passions. But like I've had women tell me in the gym, like that all the men, not all the men, sorry, but like some men they know, and this isn't in my gym, this is just in general, um, are weak. And they're like, I can't find a man who is a man. And, you know, that I've heard this from different people, like dozens of different people. I know not just in the gym, out and about like friends. I can't find a man is who, who is a man at the minute. Well, I, that's that's interesting. The, the way I look at it is. And I, I, I don't say this in a negative way at all. I think it's a, I think it's an amazing thing. And I think it's just how it is. But women have. Um, and again, let's just clarify anyone can choose whatever they want, whoever their sexual partner is, relationship, whatever. That's not the point here. Yeah. We're talking on average. So the average is this male-female relationship. Um, but I think it's great. Women actually have the kind of power because as far as I'm, everything I've ever seen and everything I've ever thought as I've been growing up and all, all my mates is whatever women want, that's what men will manifest and try their hardest to do. And because that's that that's baked in. That's wired in. That's what you want to do. It's like the the, the animals, who the, the the men put on a little show, do those little the birds that do those little dances and stuff. They'll, that's that's what you want as a bloke. So I think maybe it might just be that men are getting mixed messages. If if men are being told don't be like this, don't be like that, then mm. they think that they're becoming what they think they should be. But actually, yeah, strong strong men have always been and will always be. And I don't mean physically strong. I mean, like, like just yeah. mentally and in the way you hold yourself and stop being stoic a little bit and being, f having that protective urge and all yeah, the rest that's of what, it. That's what I meant by women yeah. can't find a man. I don't mean someone who can deadlift 250 kilos. Yeah. Like, you know, someone who has the characteristics of a man, like you just said, stoicism, um, you know, controlled aggression, drive, protectiveness, you know, a, a certain level of care and confidence yeah 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 I, I i think that's there's there's one phrase i love which it doesn't totally it's not totally where you are but just you, you just mentioned that phrase strong men and have you heard that, that that little quote strong men make good times yeah you're nodding you love it as well yeah strong, good, uh, strong men create good times good times, good times, good times weak men weak men weak, weak men, men make hard times yeah. Hard times make strong men and around it goes. Where do you reckon we are in that cycle right now, Tim? I think we are in, we've just come through good times make weak men and we're currently in weak men make hard times. Yeah. I um, and I think it's going to get a, a fair bit worse before it gets better. Yeah. I nearly called this, I might still call this podcast the rise of the beta male. Um, probably <laughs> in, in there. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, we had. I, f I feel like we're definitely there. Things have been easy, cushy. No one's had to. Which no is amazing because yeah. we've ne never been freer, never been richer, and particularly in the UK, even uh, even the the people that are, are worst off, billions of people around the world would trade places like that in a heartbeat. Yeah, and I don't think we. I don't think a lot of people actually recognize that that is where we're at we are the luckiest humans on earth and we're the luckiest humans in all of human history to, to live where we live and when we live up until and, last march <laughs> well, yeah. well yeah it is it is that there is definitely yeah there's definitely things that are making it harder that, that there's no question but a, a bit of grat sometimes i just um a bit and i read a lot of history books i'm a bit of a 20th century history nerd so there's a stack of history books next to my bed and the podcast. That's what I listen to. And, uh, and I think it just gives you a bit of understanding the bird's eye view and what's gone before and how it might have been if we were born in another part of the world or in a different time. It just gives you a bit of gratitude. And that means, yeah, I think that means I feel duty bound to honour the people that, you know, 
landed on the beat, landed on Normandy. No, and all I have to do is be a good dad and be honest and try and squeeze as much out of myself as I can. I don't have to put myself in, in harm's way. Yeah. And that's what they would have wanted for you. Yeah. Exactly, and that's all. That's all you want for your kids um, is that they have it easier and have more opportunity and have better chances than you do. What do you think? What do you think would make a man? If you were to give a man characteristics, what would you name him as? Like, what would you see him as? I think we've already mentioned a couple of them. Yeah, I think that stoicism is a massive one. And again, having been a twentieth century history history nerd, the the, the the stuff that people went through just and managed to do it with with amazing grace so th there's one um one very quick story on just sort of stoicism and bravery and strength character and, and all these sort of things there's one story about a um a, a load of british soldiers on a on a boat that were getting out of i think it was hong kong um, during the second world war and there was a the the forces were coming in and and anyway they managed to escape on a in in the bottom compartment of a of a commercial ship, so a ferry with loads of people on it. It got shot, it got um, sunk. The British forces were locked in this little compartment. So basically they were going down and there was no way they could get out. And people on the outside who were in little boats jumping off and stuff said, what they heard was these soldiers singing as they went down. Unreal. And so stoicism is absolutely one, absolutely one. Um, and, and I think actually, because we don't have physical needs quite as much, I mean, that said, talk to someone who lives in a, a really a, a part of the country where she feels, uh, where a woman feels physically threatened or whatever, actually, then you would want a protective, physically protective man. But in most cases, it's not so much the physical stuff. It is the, it is the, it is the mental strength and fortitude and, br and bravery courage um all of those things i think are to be celebrated and but then you can ally that with an understanding of 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 women and, and other people yeah if you get all those things together i think you got yourself the kind of man that the, these girls at the at the box or wherever else would be lining up for yeah i mean you can tie you can tie as far as physical goes like uh, you know, a man who I always say healthy body, healthy mind. And like, if you are in a reasonable, reasonable shape then you're going to have much more self-confidence and self-esteem to like portray all your manly characteristics in a positive way. So, you know, you're not going to be, you know, be like, Oh God, I'm weak. No one's attracted to me. You know, you're going to be way more confident. Stand, stand a bit taller, yeah, shoulder, like, shoulders back. Chest yeah, and, and that like kyphotic posture is something I see a lot of like, you look at someone from the side, they look like a plant that's on its way out. Um, but it's exactly the same on the, on the kind of mind. I mean, it's a cliche, but it's absolutely true. It is a muscle. So I, I thought I was going to be a sports psychologist and I, that's what I studied and trained to be. And it was only when I realized I'd have to be a, a lecturer at a university doing research papers. I went, no, that's not for me. That's not really my bag. So anyway, but the stuff I actually did training, working with athletes was amazing. So it would, I do stuff with like England badminton players and Bob Slay guys because I was I was at Bath University there where where they were, and for example, so Wimbledon's coming up in a couple of months. When when tennis players hit a, a rubbish shot and they uh, they just fiddle with their strings or they go they go over to the one of the ball boys grab their towel and wipe their face. That's a that's a physical cue, and they've managed to train themselves to be able to get a, into a totally relaxed state with a physical cue of just wiping your face or fiddling with your strings. And that, and, and that's something I used to do for the badminton players. And, but it starts with like an, an hour or 45 minutes of sort of deep relaxation, breathing exercises and, um, and all of that. And you can train yourself to get from that hour down to a couple of seconds where you go reset. And that, and, that, and that's just when you're, that's like, you know, knocking your, 5k runtime down over time by training specifically for it so it is it is the same but sort of on the on the broader point you um the healthy body healthy mind that yeah the two are absolutely inextricably linked yeah definitely so 
we've agreed that the modern man is changing and it is a little bit different now. And we are seeing sort of like a bit of a weakening of these characteristics, I'd say. What sort of effects, like, do you think that that'll have on the relationship? Like the, the classic, the, the family relationship, the man and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend. Do you think it changes the dynamic? Um, well, yeah, it can do. I mean, I think it's fun. You know, I think it's great that um, women have the choice to pursue a career if that's what they if, if that's that they want to do and, and take that seriously, or be a uh, be a, a mother that stays at home with children, or whatever else it is. I think having having the choice can only be an amazing thing, and th- that has in itself change things that you know the i think 60 years ago the when contraception and the birth control pill and things like that that completely was a game changer for the options and the choices and the aspirations of women and i think that's brilliant and i've got a daughter i want her to be able to do whatever she wants as, as you do tom yeah um but as, as i said i think it's the problems come when you deny biology and if I actually sometimes worry about like my daughter and, and, and young women. If, if are they being told they should be able to do it all? And might they be, I, th- I think there is even data that, that says women are less happy than men as adults. And there's, there's quite a lot of data pointing to the fact that they're, that there's, I think this denial of biology might be part of it where they're kind of told, no, you should, that, it's not enough to just be a mum for a few years while your kids are little. You don't don't just be a mum. You need to be a big hot shot, go getting career woman as well. If that's what you want to do, amazing. But if you start denying biology and that these things are baked in over millions of years, I, I think it could be to the detriment of the individuals, mm. the, the, the happiness. Kids, like the, the, yeah, the yeah. happiness. Yeah, and that's the, fam- the family dynamic and the the relationships at home. And the same thing with boys. You you, you mentioned it earlier. Um, like young men are terrified of speaking to women. Young people yeah. are having less sex than ever. They are. Um, there's more of these. What do they call them? Involuntarily celibate. Um, incel. 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 There's there's more of them than ever. There's more depression in young men than ever. There's more suicide in young men than ever. That homelessness is predominantly men. The victims of violent crime are predominantly men. Men are way, I think something like 98% of men are the people that are blocked from seeing children after a relationship comes to an end. So there's, there's, there's huge fallouts all over the place. Exactly what the causes are, I don't know, but I just I wonder and I worry that a denial of biology and telling people that certain traits and characteristics are negative mm. when you have no control over them is going to take us to a bad place yeah. What, what and, do you think? yeah and to deny me it just feels wrong like you just you're not you're not doing what you're meant to do you mm. know like wow like think about when we were in our you know maybe like early 20s late teens if you would if you felt like you couldn't approach a girl i don't know what else i'd be doing yeah yeah i mean i've i've been with i've uh, been been together with kate for for a long time my wife but um i used to go out on a on, on a weekend with a bunch of mates of mine when tinder was new and about you know about 11 p.m they just start swiping constantly like right i'm off lads <laughs> see you later so i wonder i mean i mean a good old-fashioned like yeah well no exactly but so i so i've but well, that's all i remember is you know having to having to approach and and speak with um but I can also understand why people would be terrified of doing that now. What they, they, there is nothing worse. There could be nothing worse than being told you are some kind of sexual predator. Yeah, I think. And if and if it. the if the act of I mean that and that and being like racist are about the two th- two worst things you could say to someone. And if if a lad goes out and he's so scared to go and talk to a woman for fear of being called predatory in some way i i i feel i feel sorry for these i worrying. feel sorry for these young men so it's a worrying time isn't it mm. 
and just like so yeah you know you might not i've you know you you won't meet the girl of your dreams on a night out anyway usually yeah. but i mean just having the the fear the psychological impact of fearing this situation is really really detrimental i i think yeah and as you said at the very start yes women are the victims of uh, rape <laughs> sexual assault all these things do happen and are real um but phrases like rape culture toxic masculinity i just it's there's there's a sort of bombardment of these messages which no wonder maybe that you know women that say i, I can't find any strong men because it's sort of they're hiding they're any sense of them being male and they're, they're scared and timid as a result and um yeah, it's tough. What what we need? It, toxic masculinity exists. There are things that some men do which are are negative. But the answer to that isn't no masculinity. It's positive masculinity. A phrase you used earlier on. That that's that's the solution to it. Strong fathers modelling traditional mas like masculine values: hard work, resilience, strength, commitment, stoicism. All these things. That's what yeah. that. Positive masculinity. What's a, what would be an example of what would you think would be an example of toxic masculinity? Like what would what is what have you seen? Well, well like I, I don't I don't really see it very much, but women say it happens, so I believe them. But you know, catcalling, wolf whistling, you you know, it's um yeah yeah, but touching someone's backside on a night out or yeah being being overly suggestive or getting into someone's physical space and stuff, anything that in intimidates or, but you know, the vast majority of guys don't do that. That's like, I've never, I just, I don't see that. I've never slapped someone, anyone's ass or whistle that someone can't whistle. Like, or, you know, wolf, wolf called someone or anything like that. I just, yeah. Like the, the term rape culture. Yeah. You know. So there's even, um, and if you, was it, was it an Australian university? Or something like that. in America, they they no, it was in Australia. They tried to, they've tried to push a, a consent app onto like university students. So wow. both both parties will, you know, on this app say yes, I consented to this. What's mad is that masculine traits are actually the thing that drive men to prevent women from being raped. Because if you ask if you went in the street and asked every man, they would be horrified and angered at the thought of a woman being raped yeah like it it would trigger every sort of like fight or flight aggression in you to protect yeah that's a trait you want to preserve like yeah and that's a trait you need yeah and the fact that um it's overwhelmingly men in the police service fire service armed forces that that isn't because it's a, there's a sexist culture or women have been excluded or oppressed that is just because those those characteristics are wired in and that urge to protect is there and it's a beautiful thing like you know soldiers and millions of them in the past died um to protect their mothers and wives and daughters and and sons obviously and, and yeah. fathers but it's a beautiful thing and you know firefighters will run into a building to get to get everyone out, and I I, I just think that's a, I think that's a beautiful thing, yeah. And it's it's the solution. And like you say, you, you well, I'm so it, a, a, quite a contentious example of it. But the was it Rotherham, the the where there was actual rape going on on a systematic level. It was there was gangs gang and and people was and the police officers were scared to intervene because of fear of being judged when actually their, their actual instincts was need to, this is wrong. And I need and that's to, that's insane, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's an, in, that's an insane point where you're afraid of breaking up rape and stopping rape for fear of what they may be called. Um, yeah. Anti-rapist, yeah. anti-rape. <laughs> crazy insane we mentioned something before we started and um as you're a bit of a history buff you'd you'd looked at societal changes in you mm. know, past empires and past mm. 
Yeah, this is quite interesting. We had a chat on the phone the other week, didn't we? Um, And I said to you, I I feel like history never repeats, but it rhymes. 100%. 100%. So, yeah, I'm not up to speed with all the lingo on what these words are, like uh, cook and sip. I don't know what any of that means. Maybe you can educate me on, like, the the, the speak that's around now, but I can talk talk about history because I've read a bit about that. But, yeah... It's it's one trait that there's been when civilizations crumble, come to an end. It happened in Rome. It happened in Greece. It happened in ancient Egypt. It's happened around the world through many different hundreds, different, different civilizations, different eras. One thing they all have in common is when a civilization ends, just before it comes a period where identity issues come to the fore sexuality um um gender all these sort of things which we're starting to see and have seen and it's a relatively recent phenomenon a lot of this stuff um that is one of the things when you look back at all the stuff that was written back in ancient greece and ancient rome that was the stuff that society was getting preoccupied just before it all came to a pretty shattering end which should be a warning well if I wasn't concerned, I am now. Um, I am very concerned, though. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So the, the, I mean, I see it more at the minute of like as a, as a divider, like a, just a divider of people. Is that sort of the way it went? Like it just divided everybody? Yeah, I think it was basically you you get all these resources. So, you know, ancient Greece owned massive chunks of the world. So did Rome. And you, you are, actually, you just sort of get fat off the land and off the resources and, you know, you've never had it so good. And actually, it, I think that's basically what it is. You know, you've, you know, you've got absolutely everything and you know, you've got the best possible scenario you can have when you have the time and the energy to get into arguments about stuff, which really doesn't matter. Yeah. And I think that's basically what it was. You get a bit complacent, you get lazy and then you've got the ability because you've got this leisure time and you haven't got to worry about where, where the next meal is coming from. You can start arguing about all of these things. And at the minute that's the argument is what's the phrase I heard, which sort of nailed it overall. When you look at all these identity things, social constructionism, basically where the assumption is from a lot of people, they're trying to argue when we're born, we're what's the phrase blank slate so that we are all completely identical. And then if there's a difference between any any group of people, it's because society has engineered it that way and made it happen and therefore you can reverse it. So the fact that men are more aggressive isn't anything to do with biology and millions of years of evolution. It's all to do with society has made that happen because when they were born, boys and girls were completely the same and we've made them that way, and therefore we should be able to reverse it. That's what that, that that's what basically everything is. All the arguments are about is trying to reverse what they think is as we've put on people. Socially engineered, sort of. Socially engineered, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this wasn't the chat today, but like the biological biological part of that, you know, puts a big spanner in the works there, doesn't it? Really, it does a little bit. Just it a- does a little bit. And also just what I find mad about this is, you know, we all go to like a safari park or you watch a nature documentary. It's like, well, it's in every single corner of the animal kingdom. It's all, all the same principles. You've got, um, you've got, you've got one massive lion and he's got the, the group of women and they're, they're not being kept there by force. They're, they're like, no, I want, I want the, I want this massive strong male because it'll give me more likely to give me strong offspring. And if another pack comes along, it'll look after us. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the, you know, the, the lions, the, the sort of young pretender will come up and try and have, try and knock off the old stager. Yeah. And if he manages it, then, well, that's the one we want to be with now. Do one old man. Exactly. Yeah. The strongest rises to the top mm-hmm. and then looks after the, the group. Yeah. Oh mate, there'll be so many people that will what that would try and mischaracterize this chat we've had. You see the same thing happen with so many people. What will be called toxic? This will be toxic yeah. masculinity. I mean, I'm not right trying right. to like make anyone. I'm not trying to. But this is just our opinion. Like, yeah. 
you can think what you can think whatever you want, and I will literally listen and respect your views. I'm not yeah, wrong. Just, just this is just how we feel. And every David Attenborough documentary I've watched, as well as shown, and they've had to point out which one was the female. Sorry, they've not had to point out which one was the female, which one was the the male, and the roles that they played because it's obvious, like. It's 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 been really obvious, and there's well, obviously. I like... mean, yeah, and even like, uh, um, what is it, the the praying mantis, for example, you know, the 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 male will go, all right, I'll give you offspring, and then I'll be your dinner. Yeah, <laughs> that's a weird one. Yeah, well, but but the, there's all these different. You can tie them all together in lo- loosely into principles, but certainly in in mammals, it's it, it's pretty obvious where we've come from, how we're wired, and why we've ended up being here, having this conversation in the first place. Yeah, and it's, it's amazing. I, I, I find it awe-inspiring and amazing when you think that we're part of something that big. Yeah. It makes, makes you feel small, but amazing as well. Yeah, it's fascinating. I'm really fascinated um, about like, the societal changes that happen just before the destruction of each empire. Like, I think that that's huge. Like, that, 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 that that's running now. And these, we, you know what it's like at the minute. There's a distraction every week on the news. There's something new every week. We've been living in Black Mirror for the last year anyway, but yeah. it's still continuously like something else happens every week that, that gets our attention. There's another outrage that, that grabs our attention again, and it, it really shouldn't. Um, but it just takes your eye off the ball, doesn't it? Like we've got everything here. We've, you know, the government have even been paying everyone all year. I know. Well, it's like I, I watch. Uh... I watch. I, I do like this show called Naked and Afraid. I don't know if you've ever seen it on, on on the Discovery Channel. And basically, they just drop people in the middle of nowhere um, with a, a knife and a firelighter, and that's it. And they've got nothing, no clothes or anything. It's just this a, a man and a woman just dropped in the middle of nowhere. So one of the most hospitable places on earth. And when you watch them, you're like, all of their time and all of their energy is based around trying to just find water, get clean water try and find some food and basically they have three weeks to try and survive and sometimes they have to tap out or be told you've got to leave because they're gonna they're gonna die and yeah and we're at a situation now where we've got abundance of food abundance of choices no worries about health you know medicines at the best place it's ever been and uh yeah we've got the we've got the time and yeah as you say the sort of psychological warfare that's being waged on us to like our brains are all exploding at the minute just with all, all this information. It's yeah. yeah, it's mad. Just reminded me of something that um there's a, some militaries use porn as like a war tactic. So I'll, I've, I've been, I've read this study about porn and what it does to men and how it rewires we, through dopamine responses from watching porn. Like you can get anything, can't you? You find anything you want, clown porn, anything that gives you that dopamine response. So what it does is- I'm just, it, just making a note of that, Tom, hold on, sorry. It rewires the, um, your reward system. So because you can just scroll through and find another video of whatever you want, that gives you like a buzz. And what it does is it weakens the reward system of finding a woman and having sex with a woman who you love or whatever, or don't love. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that, that tallies with a lot of what I've heard about teenage boys just can't, there's a, there's a lot of teenage boys who are finding they, they just can't, they're not excited by an actual yeah. normal sex. Because it's not as, it's not as varied. It's not as consistent yeah. as, you know, you, you bar- your browser on your phone or whatever it is you're using your laptop. Can you remember how just how, sorry to be crude or whatever, do you, do you remember just how mind-blowing it was the first time you just, like, touched a boob? Like, the most... <laughs> all, 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 all I'd ever seen of a woman before that was the odd little um, page of a newspaper that someone had shoved in a hedge. That was it. Yeah, like page three. Do you remember yeah. page three was the thing? Yeah. 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 So it's, it's just it's totally down. Imagine getting to the point where... You know, you're 18, however old you are when you have sex for the first time and it being a fucking letdown because it's not the the chick you like on whatever porn site it is you're visiting. That's staggering, but that's where we're at. Like it's so much so that a military uses it as a weapon. And um, 
it funny, it's so they studied a monk a certain type of monkey in captivity and in the wild and in the wild like in naked and afraid all they're thinking about is food protecting themselves water fire and the the monkeys never masturbated like once every two years and then in captivity they're just firing him out all the time just knocking him out knocking himself senseless just wanking all the time and it's like a massive distraction but but what how does it make you feel like it's 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 negative because it starts drilling in all these negative traits well on that we mentioned involuntarily celibate what 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 is a cook and what is a simp and what are these words that i, that I keep hearing well, in this sort of area a cook is yeah <laughs> fuck me never thought i'd be talking about i thought i'd be talking about air squats on this podcast right <laughs> We, we 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 can we don't you don't have to go yeah. down there because I don't know what it is. I, I could be opening a can of worms. I don't want to well, open a cook, it. A cook is a man who has a partner and allows another man to come in and sleep with his wife. So okay. you got a bird, got a wife, and then Dave comes round and bangs your missus seven ways from Sunday, right? And you're fine with it, and it's sound. And you fist bump him on the way out. That's a cook. They say they're fine with it. They're not fine with it. Depends if he buys a, a Nintendo Switch or whatever it is that the the beta, the betas need to. Uh... Oh wow, mate! Wow, that, that's a crazy. That's that's crazy. Now wow. think of the think of like the person. Think of the man. I'm going to call him that. Who will accept that? Is he confident? No. Has he got any sort of protective aggression in him whatsoever? No, because what it tells me is that like the reason we have this aggression, the reason we're protective over our partner is because we want to keep our line going. We want to keep our genes going. We want to keep our yeah. genes alive for as long as possible. Yeah. So think of how weak the man is. who just lets his bird get smashed by someone else. It puts him, puts them at risk of the genes ending because your missus is having Dave's baby. Wow. Wow. What's the what's the animal that I think dolphins? Sort of is, I don't know why I suddenly thought this. Dolphins. I think it's dolphins. The 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 females just have it from everyone, so that none of the males, so all of the males will think, well, it might be mine, so I'll let, I, I won't I won't kill it. Right with the babies. Okay. That's I don't th- I don't think that's what's going on here. No. No, we don't raise babies in a community. Do we raise them no. at home with the family? So it's it's a bit it's a bit different. Yeah, you know, when we in the human household. Oh dear, Tom, that's mad. That isn't it? A simp. Yeah. Um, a simp is described as um, someone who just completely worships, like you know, like an OnlyFans or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, throws hundreds, thousands pounds at some chick who just gets the tits out on whatever only fans for him. And they feel it's some kind of form of a relationship. Yeah. Lives a relationship that's not real. Oh, that's so that's it's probably really sad, sad, isn't it? That's it's really, really sad. sad. So does, how does, I'm, I'm quite interested how CrossFit gets caught in the crosshairs or not, or actually maybe it's thought of as a solution or a positive thing, but are there people that try and have tried to change that the industry or or the community or whatever is it is it thought of does it get called negative at times or no i mean the good thing about crossfit is it celebrates both the men and women and i mean i've watched crossfit games in the past i mean for the past yeah five years the men's competition has been pretty boring to be honest because it's just matt fraser cleaning up and i've found myself enjoying the female side of it. And obviously I coach women. I care about what women clean and jerk and do franning just as much as I do with men at my gym. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I coach my wife. She's my favorite person to coach and I love seeing her progression. So CrossFit's pretty even, I think. Yeah. You know, the female. Yeah, no, it, it certainly feels like part of the solution um, rather than any, any problem. Yeah. Like, cause like I say, cause fundamentally it's uh, the principle of scaling means that every, yeah, everyone's everyone yeah. everyone can compete and you can feel that progression and that's yeah. 
that that means you're you're battling yourself first and foremost. But I think that CrossFit for for it's is for anyone and everyone. Like it, it, anyone will will feel benefits from it when obviously the coached, it's safe, best environment, good members around you. Um, like it's only positive. It'll increase your confidence, your fitness, your self esteem, um, and it'll inc- improve your relationships as well. Because if you come home with more confidence and you're happy with yourself. And like we said earlier about sport, any aggression or, you know, any malice that you have, any anger, you're not angry after CrossFit, like you're done. Like all that, you're peaceful, usually calmer, like you've just exerted yourself for the day. So another thing, I think that training and using your body can only be a positive thing for, for men and women. Um, and it can only enhance positive masculine traits. But it's sort of the opposite end of things because these things like porn and not pursuing women always have the opposite effect. Yeah. That like you, you get the it's all the serotonin dopamine dopamine hit. Do you get the, you get those great you get those great dopamine hits after a workout and yeah. I mean I, I used to so I used to do a, a breakfast show um in in Manchester on the radio. So I'd be up at four thirty in the morning. And the number of times, you know, I'd I could just the number of times that when 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 your body's out of sync like that and you haven't you've been deprived of sleep and stuff, you'd make bad choices sleeping, you know, all the rest of it. But actually I used to find that in the afternoon do do a workout and it would I'd just be energized. It was just suddenly yeah. I'd just get this burst of energy, positivity, pro- productivity. I'd, then that would have a kick on effect and I'd, I'd make better choices with eating. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, just, in fact, it was, it, it was CrossFit that honestly it was that, but it, it, I shed so much bad weight when I first started doing it, but it wasn't, it wasn't just the workout. It was the, it was actually that I slept better. I made better choices with food because my head was in a more positive place mm. and those hormones were just having, having a total knock-on effect. And that made me a better husband. It made me a better dad, made me a better friend. It made me a better man. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, uh, it's mad. I, I mean, like I've, I don't know if you've ever been called this, but like I've been called like a health freak freak in the past or obsessed i am obsessed um but like it's been deemed negative to lever the gym and like oh and especially with this all this covid stuff as well like it's all right for you you go to the gym i'm i'm still a human being like why is that so different like to you why can't you do that yeah, I, th- I think you find, and it's not just physical stuff. I think you find that with with anyone, you don't achieve anything. What's that? Like nothing, nothing worthwhile is easy, and nothing easy is worthwhile. So when I look at my career, the, the sacrifices I've made, the lengths I've gone to, you know, I, I I spent eighteen months basically living living in on a on a bed in a little spare room in in my aunt aunt's house away from my kids who I wasn't put into bed um three nights a week um because I want because I had a goal on creating an environment and a life for us that was going to benefit them and uh and that's exactly the same as applying yourself systematically religiously with total commitment to to your physical development it's all the same thing. And I think actually it's, it's envy a lot of the time it's envy. And it's a sort of helplessness that people don't have the mindset where they can. So ra- rather than aspiring to that, they'll bring people down that have achieved yeah, in some way, which makes me sort of feel for them really more than anything. There's, there's a lot of envy when people succeed or excel, which is why, again, just going back to the whole masculinity thing, which is why I think, when there are great role models, don't don't tell them that they've stolen that from someone else, women or whatever, or you shouldn't be being paid that because you're only getting that because you're a man, or just you know celebrate the celebrate the positive stories and the great role models. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think you can ever like elevate. No one elevates themselves by bringing others down. Like it just doesn't work like that. I've never seen it. I've never seen it happen. No, it's only negative. Hmm. Interesting. Training though, training. It's for everyone, I think, and it's really important. I think uh, for, for for your mind and for this, you know, this dynamic we have as man and woman. It shouldn't just be the one of us who goes out and trains like you and Kate both train, don't you? Like, you know, it's yeah. definitely, definitely an important aspect of our lives, which is being ignored and downplayed massively. Like the other day I was talking to a woman and she said um, that I was promoting alternate med- medicine by saying that more people needed to diet and exercise and be and um, employ some mindfulness. Wow alternative medicine wow what <laughs> my word it's, it's like if you if you were alive in uh you know hundreds of years ago you'd you'd want to have a, a thousand years ago you want to have a, a you know a suit of armor to go into battle with but now especially with with the world as it's been the last year or so that's that's been a takeaway for me it's like right okay rather than waiting for someone to you know take take my problems out of my hands what can i do so yeah i can make sure i stand out in a bit of sunlight vitamin d easy tick done i can make sure uh, if i eat good foods and don't eat too many of the crap oils that get in the mitochondria and affect the atp respiration in your cells then well that's it that's easy easy done um and then the bonus is i feel great I can put my I can put my immune system in a great position, get enough sleep, drink enough water, all of that, so that if I get ill, hopefully, hopefully, touch wood, won't get too ill. But I feel great as well, and I'm a better dad, and I'm doing better at work, and I feel good. Yeah, you're allowed to be who you are fully. You're you're just opening every single avenue of potential for yourself, like you know, by being the best version of yourself. Yeah, and by doing what? By you know, one hour a day going and applying myself at a crossfit session and just there you go on my fitness pal on my phone and just being aware of what i'm putting in my body that's not it's not a massive that's not a sacrifice i wouldn't call it alternative medicine either certainly not yeah and again but but again when like that naked and afraid or humans that existed thousands of years ago know they take food and water and all the rest of it wherever they could they weren't doing squats they were climbing up mountains and chasing animals but now we're at a position where we're we're so lucky with the leisure time we have so yeah we don't have to spend all our time going finding resources and killing animals and and whatnot no but the the consequences of not using your body as you said yeah can be well can be fatal yeah, 100%. Yeah. Definitely fatal. Um yeah, mate, we've covered uh we've covered a hell of a lot there. Yeah. It was mate, it's, it's not nice to talk to um It's nice to just find kind of like-minded people at the minute, isn't it? Cuz sometimes don't you feel like you're in a bit of a a, a sort of a silo and there's certain there's certain truths that you think that you just can't you can't utter or you have to check Hold on. If I use the word masculinity with you, are you gonna you gonna think I'm the worst type of person? So yeah. I just won't I just won't say it. Or and that on whole a whole load of different issues. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like I I feel I do feel incredibly isolated as a you know as I, as I am right now, super isolated, and that goes all the way to like family, friends. You know, like I just you just feel like you can't discuss things with them because it it triggers them so aggressively or violently that they can't even have a reasonable conversation with you um it upsets them so they just attach negative feelings towards you and they won't talk to you about anything or open up fully um it's tough time so like the these chats with like-minded people um even people who disagree with me like it's fine as long as you talk though and have a conversation um but like-minded people yes it's a rarity and it does it does lift it lifts me up massively mate so i really appreciate it likewise tom Likewise. And like I say, you know, if, if there is a, hold on, what have I learned today? If there is a, a simp or a cuck <laughs> that, that listens, get to your, get to your nearest CrossFit box. Cause that's the, that's your way out or a gym or wherever. 
I think yeah, I think anything. anything. Get, a dope, get a good dopamine hit, not not what was it? Oh, clown porn, not that. Yeah. Delete the OnlyFans account. <laughs> Chin the porn app off, like, and just start doing things for yourself instead of searching for it on your phone. Um, yeah, only positive things can come from that, and uh, life will just open up for you. Being quote unquote alpha is not a bad thing. No. Do it. Do it absolutely, and even if you're not the alpha, employ some alpha characteristics every day. Manifest your alpha. Yeah, less yeah. beta. Sound well. On yeah. that, I'm gonna see if I can actually do more than one pull up in a row today uh, when I'm at the box. So I, I'll oh, catch you later, Tom. I'll be coaching you at R four, pal. Sound brilliant. Top Thank man, Tom. Much, Tim. Thanks Take it easy, bud. Thanks for listening, Bye. guys.